the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey, looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me as we roll into Hour 2 tonight. And of course, Hour 2 on Wednesdays means the uh, the one and only Fighting Meadows, a.k.a. Financial Thought Doctor, Dave Elhoff. And he never disappoints, and he always helps us get over the hump. Hey there, my man. Hey, how are you doing, well, I've been better, and uh, I'm I, I, I'm feeling like ten miles a bad road, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, you you were. You, I think you got us on speaker. You're gonna have to take it off so I can hear you. My ears are clogged. Make it easy on me, man. Yes, I feel like I've been road hard and put away wet. Um, you got us on speaker? No. Okay. Because we got a we got a pretty, you're very echoey. How about you hang up and give us a call back, or Skins will call you back. I okay, haven't called me back, but uh, I've got all my bars. Okay. I yeah, got you, a strong signal. All right, you sound a little bit better there. Maybe you were in your underground bunker somewhere before. Um, well, okay. Okay, so what do you, what do you, what are you uh, feeling this week? I mean, everybody's still talking about the debt ceiling. There's no real there there at this point. We beat that horse to death. I'm bored with it. What else can we talk about tonight? Well, what we can talk about is what's currently going on. <laughs> you mean besides your grandchildren running around having fun? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I'm in a hallway and. Suddenly, it shift change. If you know oh, what I'm talking about, yeah, yes, I do. Okay, so go I'm ahead. I'm trying to hide somewhere, so I'm working on it. Okay, um, so um, what I have to talk about is there was a paper put out by uh, Mr. Pudsner from Hillsdale College that's talking about what can you do to reverse this economy, mm. and. It's very telling. Everything that he says in there, he points out that everything was set up under the Trump administration, that this administration, all he had to do was nothing. However, he came in and he boasted that during the during the uh, uh, election cycle there, he said, we're going to. We are going to fundamentally change, just like Obama did, and he didn't yep. pass Obama did. But this 
clown. Actually, all he had to do was everything opposite of Trump. So what's happened to our economy? Well, what's happened is this, is that in uh, prior to the 2022 midterms, the press decided to change how they defined a recession by changing mm-hmm. the definition of two consecutive quarters of negative growth. We all know we experienced those. Well, what that caused is that regardless of definition, this negative growth that we started it because of the policies of this administration, fewer job opportunities, declining standard of living, lower wages, increased poverty for the American people, and we've become far less vibrant, vibrant and far less prosperous society on the verge of a serious recession. (laughs) <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it was on the heels, which opened our eyes at the Trump boom, that opened our eyes again to that economic, American economic potential when we have low taxes, reduced regulation, and a bountiful supply of domestic energy. And I'm so glad you mentioned that. Let me, before I forget, there was, uh, Trump did the CNN town hall tonight. And one of the, one of the leading things that they're talking about as a result, and the left is hysterical and so are the never Trumpers, um, because this, he evidently did a really good job. And he was asked a question about how do we, how do we turn this economy around? How do we stop the inflation and all the prices spiking? And he gave a three word response. He said, drill, baby, drill. <laughs> do you agree? Yes, absolutely, I do. Because the Trump years, abundant job opportunities, increasing wages, historic highs in family income, and historic lows in rates of poverty and unemployment. When he was in, during his four-year term, he took 4.1 million people out of poverty. Obama, on the other hand, with his eight years, increased people in poverty 787,000. So, and if you look at, at Trump, you will know that the, the uh, high median family income levels went up for every race there was. 5.7 for whites, 7.9 for blacks, 7.1 wow. for Hispanic, and 10.6 for Asians. Every one of them increased and had a more abundant lifestyle than we do today. And now what's taking place? Well, this clown that we've got in there, excess mm-hmm. demand and low supply. That's what we got. This was a situation when, when uh, Biden took office in 2021. And as any student of elementary economic knows, when demand exceeds supply, you get inflation. And then, and then, yes, exactly. But there's also the element in there um, when you affect the supply chain, and 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 also you destroy the energy sector. That's gonna that's going to have a key impact on the the price hikes because as because it's like supply and demand. You've got less gas, less oil and, and, and gas, and so it raises the price of the gas, and then that raises the prices of everything else. Because how how are the products being delivered? through trucks right and and totally. you know so right so that's that's a key factor as well that's why the first thing the Biden administration did was shut down the Keystone pipeline and lift the sanctions on Russia and so um, and yeah and so I think you mentioned to me earlier today about fear 
and them using fear as a weapon. How does that connect into all of this? Well, they've been using fear and uh, and uh, situations like they say you can't have a uh, oh god I can't remember the term but they use fear for instance global warming they got yeah. these little kids brainwashed thinking that their earth is going to disappear in ten years and so mm-hmm. they're scared to death and that's what they the only thing you can't let a good crisis go to waste. That started in the Obama years. And what should be done today about our economy? It's very simple. You should adopt policies that juice supply and avoid adopting policies that juice demand. And Biden's administration is doing the absolute opposite. This whole inflation, this whole economy, it was engineered by Biden engineered that in the, what we needed when the pandemic ended, ended was to create dynamic economic growth. And that would have been to leave the policy in place we had before the pandemic. But of course, Biden didn't. So right. In fact, we have we have the we have the clip of uh, Trump from tonight's uh, CNN uh, town hall talking right, about drilling. My question is regarding the economy. Over the past two years, we have seen the prices for everything skyrocket. From food to gas to utilities and insurance costs, many people's bills are up several hundred dollars a month, including mine. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. I love it. It's really simple because what's going to bring down the gas prices by increasing the supply of it? Why are we, you know, why are we buying gas and oil? Why did we have to have Biden go hat in hand to go beg from the Saudis? It doesn't because he was trying to appease the climate hucksters and, and the energy, uh, you know, um, uh, I don't want to call them energy Nazis, but you know what I'm trying to say here. Well, Another thing that. Nazis. Yeah. Uh, Another thing that Trump did was that eased, uh, you know, inflation and caused such an economic boom uh, was the the easing of regulations and on businesses, because that is a hidden tax. And a lot of people, if you've never run a business, you don't understand how those regulations uh, cause such a a spike in pricing. I want to play this clip that and I didn't even tell you I wanted to rap about this, um, but I'd forgotten about it until this afternoon. Uh, you know, um, Biden has decided he's going to step into the airline industry, uh, financial thought doctor, and do some regulations. And this is supposed to um, be a good thing for the consumer. But I want you to listen to this and see if your reaction is the same as mine as to what the real impact is going to be from this. Skins, please play the clip last night uh, that I didn't get to, clip six. That's why I'm announcing a second critical step today to protect American consumers. Later this year, my administration will propose a historic new rule that will make it mandatory, not voluntary, but mandatory for all U.S. airlines to compensate you with meals, hotels, taxis, ride shares and rebooking fees and cash, miles and or travel vouchers whenever they're the ones to blame for the cancellation or delay. And that's all on top of refunding the cost of your ticket. Airline passengers in Canada, for example, the European Union and other places already get these compensations. 
And guess what? It works. One study found that the European Union required airlines to compensate passengers. So, uh, Elhoff, I hear this and I'm thinking, oh, great. Um, so if, if, if an airline cancels my flight, in addition to giving me a refund on my ticket, now they got to give me hotel, free food, Uber trips. What's next? They're going to give me a Prada handbag to go with it. All that's going to do is end up now everybody's going to have to pay a thousand instead of $29 to fly to Vegas. We got to spend what, 1500 bucks because of these, this kind of regulation. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Sure. The airline industry is going to fund all this. Where's the money going to come from, Biden, you idiot? It's going right. to come from us by increased costs in order to fly. That's the whole thing. Increase fuel costs, increase uh, um, the, the, the hotels, the meals, and all that other stuff. This idiot doesn't understand that businesses are in business to make a profit. Now, yeah. they may have had some issues, but we've always had issues with weather, stopping flights, and all this other stuff. How do you blame that on an airline? And you know what, even if they're, you know, and if, and if they make a mistake, they're going to give you your money back on the ticket. You know, if, and by the way, government stepping in, where, where does he as the president of the United States have the authority to just step in between a, between a product, a, a, a private company and its customer and decide uh, this, this is communism, right? This kind of onerous regulation is the government owning the means of production. It, they don't have to own the pink slip in order to own the means of production if they're able to control it and tell you what you have to do with your customers. Exactly. This is communism. And, and anything that the government touches, they screw it up. I mean, everything, the post office, right. everything that they, you can't have bureaucracy based upon no accountability in order to have a, a decent program taking place. The only thing that, that really matters is economic freedom of companies to provide a benefit and let the public decide how much you want to pay for it. And if you can create good benefits for the public, they'll buy your product. But right. having government interference and more regulation is not it. All right. Tell everybody um, how they can get a hold of you. Do you um, did you want to tell people quickly your three steps to uh, three things they need to do? I don't remember. I think you had the three things they need to do. Yes, it was 15. You got to live on 85% of your income. That's gross. 85. So that means you got to save 15% of your gross. That means you got to know where your money is going. The other thing that you need to do is you got to make sure that you protect your assets from anything that's taking place out there. That means your car insurance, your automobile insurance, you got to do protection first because if you have surprises and you don't have insurance coverage, that's going to take away from your wealth down the road. And the other thing that people probably haven't heard before is that you got to have an equal amount of statement wealth, which is what the world wants you to do, 401ks, investment accounts, real estate and all that, and contractual wealth, things that have guarantees. You got to have a balance on that approach because if you don't, you're going to end up down the road like many people that are in the 55, 65. I talk to them all day long where, you know, I really got to do something about retirement. What are you doing now? Well, I haven't done anything. 
Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that ain't. Well, I Oof. tell you what. <laughs> so if you're in your 35 to 45 year olds, this is the time now to understand how money really works and to know where the risk, the taxes, the regulation, the depreciation of the dollar, which is going on right now, inflation, and all the other stuff that's taking place. If you're not putting these into your calculator and figuring out where you're going to be after all of this, Mm -hmm. then you're going to be a hurting cowboy. Yeah. All right. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. Or go to my website. I got a lot of blogs on there that you can look at that are going to address an issue that is close to your heart. The, the, the uh, uh, website is financialthoughtdoctor, spelled out, dot com. Financialthoughtdoctor.com. Go there. Explore the website. There's a lot of tools there for you. Give me a call, and I can help you. Let's have a conversation. All right, my dear. Thank you for being here tonight. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. you. All right, take it easy. Get well. All right, thanks, honey. All right, stay tuned. Guess what city has decided that they want to be a sanctuary city for trans? (laughs) Stay tuned. Of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Joe Biden. They didn't raid Obama. But Joe Biden didn't ignore a subpoena to get those documents back like Joe you Biden did. And took so that's 1850 the question. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the question. Okay, it's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was negotiating and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They can have whatever they want. Nasty person was trending on Twitter. Uh, She tried to take him down, but evidently, according to those who watched the town hall, Caitlin Collins uh, kind of failed at that mission. Um, Speaking of mission on the left are determined to be able to mutilate children. Kansas City, Missouri, Missouri has decided to take a step towards becoming a sanctuary city for, quote, uh, I'm not going to use the term gender-affirming. It's not gender-affirming care. It's mutilation. Um, The city council committee approved a resolution with that goal. They got a lot of applause. It's now passed out of committee. The full council is expected to approve the resolution tomorrow. Um, It isn't a formal law or regulation, uh, but it does say the city will not prosecute or find any person or organization that seeks, provides, receives, or helps someone care, uh, get someone like, helps someone get puberty blockers, hormones, or surgery. Uh, This comes on the same day Missouri uh, state lawmakers passed a pair of bills that would ban uh, these uh, this these procedures for minors and prohibit transgender women from participating in women's athletics. This is why we need uh, the we we need Congress to act. 
to, to ban this. Um, I, I think it should be banned for all adults, just like we don't we, we don't allow doctors uh, to uh, give, um, w- you know, uh, anorexic people diet pills. Right. Um, we don't we don't perform um, gastric bypass on anorexic patients. We shouldn't be doing this for the mentally ill. And that's what this is. Um, I, I did read somewhere today. Now I can't find it. It looks as though Georgia football has decided that they're going to turn down uh, an invitation to the White House. Let me see if I can find this because I am just loving this. Uh, if it's true. Um, I don't I'm not I saw this on a headline and now I can't find it. Oh, I guess it is true. Georgia football team declines invitation to the White House. Uh, oh, say they're saying it's scheduling concerns, Skins. <laughs> Do you think they won the national championship? Do you think it's scheduling concerns, Skins? I just don't think they're interested. Uh, they uh, they issued a statement. The Georgia Athletic Association did uh, yesterday. They will not be able to attend a June 12th event with other college teams at the White House. Um, it is des- described by uh, Biden and First Lady Jill as College Athlete Day. Um, they first received on May 3rd an invitation to visit the White House. Unfortunately, the date suggested is not feasible given the calendar. Uh, we appreciate the invitation. Um, I love it. Absolutely love it. I don't think Joe Biden has recovered um, from uh, insulting uh, LSU, who won the national, uh, the uh, March Madness National Women's Basketball um, or College Basketball. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't follow basketball. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> anyway, LSU women. Uh, won that, and then Joe Biden decided she wanted to invite both the teams to, to the White House, and my, my peeps at LSU were not particularly uh, appreciative of that because, you know, that was to spit in the face of the winners to try to give the prize to, to the losers as well. So um, we didn't have time to get into the story of the secret gender transition club. Evidently, a mom has filed a lawsuit against the school for this secret um, gender transition club that she found out about that her daughter was in. And she has since removed her daughter, uh, actually from the school. And now her daughter no longer, uh, you know, thinks that she's got a problem with her gender. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get into that story tomorrow. We'll have some other great clips um, for the, um, the do, do you have a clip to take us into break on uh, Trump or not? No, I didn't have anything pulled up. Oh, that's fine. I, I, you know, I can't wait to watch it after after there's tons show. of clips. I will tell people. So we're going to be trying to get some of the some of the good ones the next couple of next couple of days. Yeah, um, I, you know, I, I do want to say that DeSantis, I, I didn't, I, I haven't talked much about the border tonight. Um, I do like DeSantis has basically said, look, you know, I, I'm, I, I, you know, should I send my people from Florida who rebuilt a bridge after a hurricane? It was supposedly going to take three months. They did it in three days. I'm happy to send my Florida peeps. Uh, down to the border tomorrow is the 11th and that's when title 42 will be removed and it will expire and it just remains to be seen uh, how much worse this this invasion at our southern border is going to be so you know we have the wherewithal in the united states to stop this we what we don't have is the will and it's because the democrat party uh it, with the uniparty basically we can't give the republican party a pass 
on what's happening at, at the border. And it, it will be interesting to see how bad it is and, and whether or not the citizens are going to see how bad it is and whether or not the citizens of this country are going to say enough and we have got to get a change. There's no way leadership. we can handle two years of it. We can't handle two years of it. We just can't. And But I don't know what we what can be done in the meantime. I've been thinking about the, the listener who emailed last night about the citizen border force. Uh, the, the federal government will round them up and throw them into a gulag just like they did the Jan 6 defendants. So, um, all right, coming up after, after the break, uh, we've got more Andrea K show. So you want to stay tuned for that. Don't forget, we've got our podcast wherever you uh, download your podcast. We've got a 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. Email me at andreakshow.com, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. Portions of the following program are pre-recorded. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys rolling along with me. So today, 888-344-1170. Don't forget, if you miss any part of tonight's show, feel free to find the podcast wherever you download your podcast, Spreaker or otherwise, and email me at andreakshow.com. Okay, so I posted this meme today on... Oh, gosh, why are they showing me Robert De Niro? I mean, please, let me go show my page, which does not feature Robert De Niro. So I posted this this morning. Uh, It was a meme by uh, Dr. Oh, shoot, I can't remember her name. She's very popular with the um, uh, anti-shot people. And she posted this meme today. She said, you're not sick. You're being poisoned from being under the toxic man-made chemical sky. So I posted this on today's Andrea uh, uh, on my um, Facebook page. And I asked if people believed this or not. And I got a lot of variety of questions uh, in, in responses to this. So I'm going to bring in Dane Wigington from geoengineeringwatch.org to discuss. Hey, Dane, welcome back to the show. Hello, Andrea. Thank you very, very much for your willingness to face this issue that is beyond grave, that if we don't deal with it, we'll soon make all other concerns and causes moot. Well, here's some of the comments that I got from people. First of all, I think there's skepticism about uh, your reporting because I think there's too many people that haven't caught up to the fact that the U.S. government is a force for evil. Not all, not all evil, don't get me wrong. We have been the greatest force for good in, in the history of humanity. But at this point right now, our U.S. government is not our friend. And so that's the first thing that people are struggling to overcome is the that realization that the U.S. government would actually act to hurt us. That's why so many trusted them with it with the COVID shots. Um, here um, is one of the one of the responses. It's hard to believe because those doing the poisoning are poisoning themselves and their families, too. And you say what? Can I address that? Yes. Thank you. Let me, let me back up for a moment. In regard to what's raining down through our air column, there's nothing to believe. It's not theory, speculation, or hypothesis. We have lab tests from all over the globe. We spent well into six figures taking a National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration flying lab with top scientists to altitude to sample what heavy aircraft are emitting as part of the climate engineering operations. Your listeners can see that in the groundbreaking documentary titled The Dimming, available for free on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. We're the largest website in the world on this subject, non-political, no ads. We simply are trying to sound the alarm before we have no time left on the clock. So these elements, aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, 
polymer fibers, graphene. We have recent peer-reviewed study that now proves all of us have polymer fibers entering our bloodstream and crossing our blood-brain barrier. Yes, there's a lot of decomposing plastics all over the world, but these are very specific polymer nanoparticles. The smaller the particle, the more dangerous it is. So we not only have polymers entering our brain, we have aluminum. And we know that as well, because again, we have lab tests from all over the globe. These are primary elements in climate engineering patents. Is it poisoning everything on the planet? Answer is patently yes. Next, about your question. Why would they, and who are they? They are those who print the money, the central bankers who control militaries, thus they control countries. They are the ones pulling all the strings. Why would they do this to themselves? And I would cite examples we already have of what they're doing to themselves. First, this is a cancer and we're dealing with power addicts. Does an addict care that the next fix may kill them? No, they're not going to let go of that power no matter what it takes. And a population that's getting sicker and dumber by the day serves their interest. So about what they've already done to themselves, Andrea, and let me rant through this for a second. I'll give the mic back to you. We have 2,400 nuclear detonations all over the planet. They've already done it to themselves. Those nuclear detonations without public knowledge or consent have contaminated virtually everything on planet Earth. We have Fukushima in full-blown meltdown, three reactors, no technology to fix it, no one in sight, and they're building 60 more right now. We have 440 nuclear power plants online. Again, they've already done this to themselves. So what I would say is this, again, we're dealing with power addicts that's like a cancer. Does a cancer care that it will eventually kill its host? No. A cancer only intends to proliferate unchecked. The host eventually dies. So, again, I'm asking people to not let that simple uh, premise stop them from honest investigation because whatever they want to conclude about they do this to themselves the proof is that the, the film footage proof is there we have film of these aircraft at altitude nozzles visible turning on and off we have the lab test it's happening period there's no speculation all right um well i agree with the analogy in terms of you know the drug addict you know even if it eventually is going to kill them they're they're addicted and our our government officials are absolutely addicted to power i look at diane feinstein and the woman is in her late 80s she's just struggling with her health and for the life of me i cannot figure out why this woman would not just go into retirement and enjoy her remaining years surrounded by her loved one and her grandchildren instead she's barely able to stay awake in these hearings is kind of like Joe Biden and it's because of power. They're so addicted to power that that's all that matters to them. Even if it's killing them, they're just not going to give up the power. Same thing with Nancy Pelosi. So you're absolutely right. Um, I, you know, I think that this is, this is a topic that is new to me and I'm willing to explore what is going on um, with, what, with our government because our government is behind the Wuhan virus. And if our government, no question about it, including our Department of Defense, we paid for that. We paid for that to be done. Our own head of the NIH and the NIAID and all the rest took our money, funded the gain of function research. There's no benign reason for why they would do gain of function, which is basically to take a virus, create a virus and make it as deadly as possible. There's no benign reason for that. 
No benign reason. And then once it got unleashed, whether accidentally or not, on, on at a timetable they wanted, they allowed us to die, lie to the American people to, to lock us into our homes until uh, we were so sick that then the money making machine kicked in or, you know, it, a ventilator and remdesivir and you died or you were locked in your home until you were willing to put your arm out for a poisonous shot. Those So why wouldn't they poison our skies? Uh, I'm with you on all counts, and absolutely there should have never been a debate on the COVID scenario because we had period study from 2015 in the journal Nature that stated that that research was done with funding from the U.S. There should have never been any debate. There was never any question. To put this into context, why would they, again, those who print the money, those in power, those at the top of the food chain, why would they do this? Why would they call populations? And my answer is, why wouldn't they? Of course they are. They've stated on the record their desire to radically call populations. In fact, stating on the record down to 500 million from 8 billion. That's a radical reduction. They are thinning the herd. And I don't care how much people don't want to believe it. They are absolutely thinning the herd in every possible way they can. And you can hide from that shot, but you cannot hide from what they are dispersing in the air. Now we know from peer-reviewed study as of about a week ago, that they are finding antibiotic-resistant bacterial elements in clouds. Think about that. Now there's lethal fungal elements also being found in clouds. This is on top of all the toxic elements I already named. We know polymer fibers and graphene, which we know is in the rain from our lab testing, are used for biological carrier platforms. What's that mean? It means in biological warfare, those two elements are used specifically to carry a biological pathogen from the clouds to the ground. Why wouldn't they think that they are going to, why wouldn't we think they're not going to use this with something much more lethal soon as they begin to lose control. And let me add one final caveat. We have an audio of the world's second most recognized climate engineer, Dr. Ken Caldera, former Department of Defense scientist. We have an audio of him stating on the record what he did for the U.S. Department of Defense was to design methods of spraying pathogens into clouds to infect the populations below. He now works for Bill Gates. Again, if people can't see the writing on the wall, uh, they're not looking very hard. And, and we cannot hide. This is my point with this being the paramount issue that we must deal with or nothing else will matter. We cannot hide from what they're spraying into the clouds at minimum with the elements we already know are there. It is making us all sicker and dumber by the day with an endless list of neurodegenerative diseases. And we know now from recent period study that all of us are inhaling and ingesting enough plastic to make a credit card every single week. That we're, This is peer-reviewed study, and we know that we're inhaling as many as 20 million, 20 million nanoparticles with every breath we take. Peer-reviewed science study again, and to put that into context, you can fit up to 100,000 nanoparticles across the width of a human hair. So I'm asking people to investigate, not to believe anything I say. Please investigate, because we're in a fight for life right here, right now. And what would be the solution to this? What w- so let's say everybody got on your site, geoengineeringwatch.org, um, was like, yeah, okay, we got to stop this. Uh, then what? Here's do- the solution. If we can reach a critical mass of awareness, there are so many people involved with these programs, including in the U.S. military, that have no idea what they're involved with. Were the pilots in Vietnam that were spraying their fellow soldiers on the ground with Agent Orange, mm-hmm. were they told that this is going to kill your pal on the ground? No. Of course not. They're compartmentalized. If we could get this out in the open and those participating and their families understand what they're participating in, we have a chance of stopping this from the inside out. If we can do that and allow the planet to respond on its own to the damage done because the planet is unbelievably damaged. And again, this is not about Al Gore or environmental groups. It's about reality. I have great disdain for environmental, everybody that won't address this issue. 
But if we can expose it, we have a chance of stopping it. If we can do that, we can at least allow the planet to respond on its own and it will at least reduce what we are sucking up with every breath we take and allow us to start to look for all those that are responsible for what's happening in our skies to hold them legally and morally accountable. The site is geoengineeringwatch.org. Dane Wigington, thank you for being here and thank you for uh, raising these issues to the public. Get the word out. Thank you, Andrea. All right. Now, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break, try to recover from the fact that I'm inhaling a credit card every week. It's not like I can even go and use that for some fun. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We'll see you on the other side of the break. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Andrea, welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Going to quickly read an email that I got from a listener. Hi, Ms. Andrea. I'm a San Diego res- resident and show listener. Additionally, I'm a Navy veteran who swore an unbreakable oath to defend America. The fact is the Biden regime is intentionally destroying our republic. Open borders are one of the key ways in which his regime is planning our annihilation. Federal Republicans are utterly feckless. We cannot rely on them. Knowing this, bold citizens of goodwill must take action. I believe it is time to form a citizen border force. Here is the nuclear of their proposal. Number one, the civilian border force will be privately funded via give, send, go or other alternative means. Private funding will cover training, salaries, equipment. CBF will be necessary to secure a chaotic border. We would seek veterans and law enforcement uh, experts to aid in this venture. It sounds drastic, but when our government is actively destroying our country, we have no other options. Kind regards, uh, Ben Holmes. I want to get your, your guys' reaction out there. Do you guys think that this is a good idea or not? Uh, you know, citizens uh, defending our nation and its borders, 888-344-1170. Going to quickly go to the phones. Martin from Tampa is on the line. Martin, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Hey, Andrea, it's so good to talk to you in person. We chatted earlier on, on Twitter. Um, ah, right. Martin. 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 Okay, here's the deal, because I only have five minutes left in this segment. Okay, oh, so I... Quick, I wanted to start, though. I do owe you an apology. I, I, I looked and, and I spewed before knowing you are not a leftist. That's why I said the cult. So I wanted to publicly apologize to you on your show, because that's the right thing to do. So go ahead. Well, thank you. Well, I wanted to set the stage and we only have five minutes here. That's why I told Skins. I said, oh, he was supposed to call after seven. I don't have. And then I've got. I can call back. Well, the problem is, is I've got Gary. I've got a regular on it Tuesday. So I got four, four and a half minutes at this point. So here was my question for people out there. My longtime Andrew K. Show listeners know I'm an equal opportunity criticizer. I've been very tough on Trump and very critical of him. I started asking the question about should it be Ron DeSantis in 24? But people who know me know that. I make very thoughtful decisions. I'm very analytical. I'm a critical thinker, and I don't support people without giving it a lot of careful consideration. Everybody's been telling me, good friends of mine, Trump uh, Trump can't win the general, and DeSantis can win the general. And I'm like, based upon what? So Steve Cortez comes out today and says he's decided to back DeSantis instead of Trump. And and, and I said, to, I put it out on Twitter. I want people to, nobody ever says to me why DeSantis can win the general and Trump can't. Make the case for why DeSantis can win the general and Trump can't. Don't quote polls to me and don't make it an anti-Trump. Tell me why DeSantis can win the general election. Martin, go. No, I love it. I love the question. And, uh, you know, again, I I, I think I misunderstood you on Twitter, which happens all the time. So I'll I'll kind of just start with, like, a lot of people are like, oh, DeSantis isn't in the race. He's not on TV. He's not yelling about this, this, and this, and this. But there's a reason, Andrew, and it's not just because 
California, and I'm so sorry you live there. Thoughts and prayers to you and your audience. Like God Almighty, that place is, is literally worse than China. Um, but like, it's not just because of New York or in my case in Chicago, why we fled. It's because of him. He, he is consistently and constantly doing conservative things. And I agree with you. So let me, in the, in the interest of two minutes left, I agree with you. So, however, he's not running for, you know, he, he's, um, that doesn't matter to the citizens of Michigan, right? I get why you moved to Florida. He's got to make the case. Let me finish. Tell me how he's going to make the case to Californians, to Michiganders, to Iowans, why he should run the nation. Because there's, Thousands and in California's case, millions of parents in California who, who are terrified to say things about their kids being indoctrinated. There are, there are thousands of people up in Michigan who are, are horrified by what is going on in this country in terms of infringement in our rights. And there's millions and millions and millions in this country who are absolutely on board with it. So here's my question about DeSantis. DeSantis being, and he's been my hero of the week many times as governor, um, that's not the same thing as being POTUS. So I need, and for when somebody says to me, I got to leave Trump because Trump can't win the general and DeSantis can, somebody, you you got to tell me... But I hate that argument too. I'll tell you why DeSantis is better because DeSantis is the only governor in the last, maybe ever, who removed a Soros prosecutor. And you know what? That guy was right down the street from me and he was a disgrace. DeSantis removed him. The only person who literally stands up to the media the right way is DeSantis. The only person who talks about being conservative. And that's great. And and I love all that about him as governor. It still doesn't answer. And this is what I've been saying. That's the recipe to saving this country, though. But he's got to win first. But he's got to win first. But see that that's that's where I'm not been convinced yet. I need you to call back in the next. I've only got a minute left. I got another caller. Martin, we can continue this conversation anytime if you want to call back. I would love it because this is not just a quick two minute convo. 888-344-1170. Call back anytime. Got to quickly go to the phones. We got another caller. Oh, okay. Um all right. Well, we only had 30 seconds left for Martin. Um, see, th- that's the thing. You can't just tell me Trump can't win the general when he already has won the general. DeSantis almost lost to a crackhead who was found in a hotel, but for Trump getting him across yeah, the Trump's line. Trump's proven he can do it. Trump has proven he can win. And DeSantis was able to win re-election, but he almost didn't win. There is an electability issue with DeSantis. I'm not convinced that he can sway an entire nation to vote for him. That's a different challenge. Right? That's what's missing for me. And nobody's nobody's connecting those dots for me. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got hour two of tonight's Andrea K. Show, and we got Gary Quackenbush with Quack in the Wax. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. The preceding show was pre recorded. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.